For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Pilots will come up here in the fourth, down seven to nothing. Matt Kelly, who has a base hit in the ball game, hits one up the middle, and that's going to be through for a base hit. Yeah, good swing right there. Matt Kelly, one of the better players on this team. Just got under the glove of Jordan Wood. And as soon as it got past Wood, you knew it was destined for center field as the ball was hit hard. Good effort by Call, but he really had no chance. Daniel Lopez will step in, struck out his first time. Pilots beat the Cougars in the series up in Portland last year, two games to one. I think that's the first time the Pilots is, yeah. had ever beaten the Cougars in a series since BYU joined the West Coast Conference. Pitch to Lopez, a little bit low, ball one. You know, it's interesting to talk, uh, people talk about the West Coast Conference and especially in basketball, kind of an inferior conference. I mean, you got you got Gonzaga, you got St. Mary's, but I'm, I'm telling you, in baseball, this is a good baseball conference. There's a line drive to third base. Runner just gets back. Good throw by uh, Deming over there at third as he caught that rocket off the bat of Lopez. Great play and then a great throw almost in time. Yeah, very got to his feet quickly, made a strike to first, but uh, good play by Matt Kelly to get back into the bag. Yeah, to talk about your point, I'm telling you, this conference this year is really, really good. Every team, but but I think one has double-digit wins. It's a team that's winning a lot of games against some good teams. It's uh, it's going to be a tough league this year for whoever's going to win well, this it, thing. It's always a good league. This yeah. year, it's much more. Well, there's a lot more depth this year. Better teams up top to bottom. Yep. And I'll tell you, those four top bursts to get into the conference tournament, it's going to be a dogfight because you've got some good clubs up there. And uh, it's going to go right down to the last weekend, as it always does. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I mean, the last, uh, I mean, throughout throughout the time that we've been in this conference, the top four to six teams have always been really good. It's that bottom half that hasn't been as competitive. And this year, my goodness, that bottom half is really, really good. 2-0 pitch ball hit in the right field for a base hit by Cody Hawken. So two hits in the inning. Yeah, good pitch the right pilots. there. Just kind of nice and easy inside-out swing and hit it in the four hole with Call playing up the middle for double play depth. So the Pilots got a little something going here, down seven here in the fourth. Hunter Montgomery, the catcher who flew out to left field, will come to the plate. It's got six doubles and four homers on the year. Wood has one strikeout in the ball game that came back in the first inning. And here is Wood's first pitch to Montgomery. There's a breaking pitch. It's up a little bit high for ball one. One man out, two men on as uh, Portland trying to get themselves on the board. They're down seven to BYU as we play the top of the fourth inning. Swing and a miss. And again, you can hear that wind beginning to blow and the 
clouds kind of coming down in the mountains, and it just almost feels like we're maybe going to get a little precept here. I think it's warm enough. I think it would be uh, rain, but, uh, boy, definitely feeling like there might be something moving in. 1-1 one, one pitch inside, four ball two. I tell you what's been so great about this this conference is, and really all sports, how competitive it's gotten, Brent. I mean, you got you got uh, the basketball league that was ranked eighth out of 100 out of 32 leagues this year. So even basketball got better as we went on. It's a it's a good good league, great conference. Two one pitch outside, ball three. Montgomery, a 286 hitter. Blake Porter on deck hitting 320s. Uh, one for one today. And here is the pitch. Ball fouled straight back into the screen. They got to go attack him right here, Brent. 3 2 count. I doubt they'll be moving, but you never know. You don't want to be in a strike him out, throw him out situation when you're down seven. But uh, got to come attack it and make him earn this. Try to get you a ground ball and get out of this inning. Wood again from the stretch. Looks in. has got the sign. And the 3-2 pitch. Curveball hit very well. Deep left field. Back goes McIntyre. And Mitch does not make the play. Looks like he might have gotten there and it just glanced off of his glove. Yeah, he went a long way. I thought he was going to get there and catch that, but it just went a little bit over his outstretched arm. Hanging curveball there by Jordan Wood, as you can see on the replay there. Mitch, boy, just missed it. I think he maybe looked up at the wall just a little bit. A run scores on the double by Montgomery, and 7-1 to one now the score. And Blake Porter steps in. Here's Woods' pitch, and that is over for a strike. Porter, a junior out of Las Vegas, 6'1", 190. That's where you have to minimize here. Six-run lead, just looking for an out here. Here's the 0-1. That is uh, down low for a ball. When that ball first came off the bat of Montgomery, I thought it might get out. I think the wind kind of knocked it down a little bit. Yeah. I think McIntyre was maybe a little surprised that he got, got to the ball. Uh, I think so, yeah. It looked like it the way that he, he didn't fully extend his arm. Good effort, though. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball fouled. Down the first base side. Cougars will play these three against uh, Portland. Then they've got the uh, University of Oregon coming in next Tuesday night at 6 here in Provo. Real treat for the Cougar fans to have a Pac-12 team in the ballpark. And then St. Mary's will come in next weekend into Provo. Before the month of April, the Cougars... Uh, We'll, we'll just have one weekend series. Other than that, they'll be on the road entirely. 
There's the one two pitch that ball's fouled off. In fact, after that St. Mary series, there's only two conference series left here in Provo. Yeah. And have a tilted schedule where every year you either play four home and five away or five home and four away. This is the year the Cougars actually are supposed to play the four home and five away, but they, with the Gonzaga series being moved here, they're going to get five home again this year, but they're just all right at the start of the season. Good fastball, 92, strikes out to Blake Porter, four out number two. Yeah, really big strikeout right there. Puts you in a situation now that you're you're one pitch away from getting out of this inning with only giving up one run. See Good. Right there on the replay, Porter, a pitch out of the zone, went after it. Two men out, and Gabe Scorrell will step in. He tried to bunt his way on the last time, and the ball was fielded by uh, the pitcher, Jordan Wood, who easily threw him out. Pitch is over for a strike. No balls, one strike to Gabe Scorrell, sophomore out of Portland. Runners at second and third base for Portland. As the Pilots, three hits in the inning, they've scored one run. And here is the 0-1. Curveball drops in for a strike. Boy, this is a big hitter right here. If yes, it is. Jordan Wood were able to hold them to one run on three base hits. That would uh, really take the momentum right away from them. Especially because the guy on deck has a lot of power and can get them back in the game in one swing. So big pitch here, 0-2. Execute your pitch right here. Here it is. It's a little off the plate. A ball and two strikes with two men out. As Scoro will step back in. Wood taking a little bit of time out there. He's got the sign and the pitch. Curveball checked his swing. Umpire said he did not go. That's a really good one-two pitch. Breaking ball just barely outside. Almost got the swing through. So now 2-2, two -two, you can go to your best pitch here. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here's Woods' pitch. Fastball right at Clough. Jackson's got it. Throws the first for the out, and the Cougars get out of the jam in the inning. One run, three hits, no errors, and two big runners left on base. We're through three and a half. 7-1 Cougars over the Pilots on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. First pitch uh, to Brock Hale is up high, ball one. Cougars lead 7-1 as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Brock Hale, three home runs, 16 RBIs on the year. The 1-0 pitch is down a little bit low for ball two. And Brock's really just starting to heat up the last couple of weeks. His swings have been so much better the Brock Hale we're used to. You know, he started a little cold last year as well, Brent. But once he got going, it's it's fun to watch. Pitch to Hale is up high ball three. 
Three balls and no strikes to the Cougar right fielder. He'll be followed by Jackson Clough and then Austin Deming. As the Cougars did exactly what they needed to do. They needed to get off to a good quick start. Five in the first was a good start. They backed it up with two more in the second inning and the big hit came in the first. The Mitch McIntyre bases clearing double. Portland scored their one run in the top of the fourth on three base hits. Then Jordan Wood worked out of that. 3-1 pitches down low ball four. So Brock Hale, his second walk of the game. And that will bring uh, Jackson Clough. Clough doubled his last time up, hit the ball into the left center field alley. Yeah, it was a great piece of hit in his last at bat. Fastball away, line drive in the left center gap that just kept slicing away from the center fielder and Brock scored from first. Then he later scored on uh, on Keaton's single to right. Clough now hitting uh, 324 leads the Cougars with 21 RBIs. And that ball's popped up. Catcher coming back. And that ball's going to land in the seats. Well, that brought some excitement to the crowd. Yeah, pretty good crowd out here for being such a cold night. Yeah, it, uh, it started out so nice. I think everybody came, and now they it's good they brought some blankets because yeah. it has definitely cooled off. That wind, that's the worst part. If there was no wind, it wouldn't be so bad. No balls, one strike. Pitch to Clough is down low. She'd mentioned just a couple little fronts moving around and can't tell for sure exactly where the wind's coming from. The, the flagpole in center field's pretty uh, limp out there, but you can just feel the wind coming yeah. in the uh, uh, the windows here. Hard to get a gauge on it if you're especially out there defensively. Saying it's only nine mile an hour winds coming from the southwest. But uh, that flag can't figure out what it wants to do. <laughs> Bouncing off that mountain and coming back. and Ball and a strike to Clough. Here's the pitch. A little bit low. And the count now two and one. Deming is on deck. Uh, Austin has walked twice. Hopefully tomorrow a little better weather. Same two teams, 6 o'clock start. BYU and Portland. Both teams, one win, two losses in the conference here early in the conference season. Yeah, both had two really close losses. One, two-run games. Each had, uh, we lost by two both times, and I think they lost by one both times. Four teams qualify for the West Coast Conference Championship Series. That's down in Stockton, California, May 23rd through 26th. Pitches ball hit pretty well. Right fielder coming over. Now the wind bringing it in down the line. And he's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Boy, that ball looked like it was hitting much better. Wind really had a lot of control of that one. Yeah, Jackson just got under it. One man out, kind of a nightmarish night for the outfielders. Is, you know, if you got a win that's consistent, you can kind of play it. But boy, it seems like every inning it's it's changing direction here. Yeah, it really is. 
Austin Deming steps to the plate. A couple of walks in the ball game, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Austin has a lot of power to right center, Brent. That's where he really likes to hit the ball. In batting practice, he hits that Intermountain Valley hospital sign and Gary Pullins a ton. Quick throw to first, and Brock Hill slides back in safely. Deming again came into the ballgame with 12 at-bats in his collegiate career. He's still stuck with 12 at-bats because he's had a couple of walks. And the pitch is inside ball one. Morgan White now 65 pitches in relief. He's gone three innings now. Giving up four hits, two runs. Both runs were earned. But he's walked four batters. And that has been the trouble with uh, this uh, Portland staff tonight. Just can't find the strike zone as Deming swings in a pitch that's off the plate. Yeah, breaking ball fooled him right there. Good and pitch by White. Count now one and two. Here's the one two. Runner going. Pitches down low, and Brock Hale is safe at second base. Ball popped out of the second baseman's glove, or I think Brock would have been out. Slid right into the glove. Well, actually, his his hand was yeah. in the glove of yeah. the second baseman and knocked the ball out. That throw was up the line towards first, and that's why it got there at the same time Brock did. So get Brock a stolen base, his second of the year. He's in scoring position. 2-2 count on Deming. And White again. Taking a lot of time on the hill here. So two balls, two strikes to Deming. That pitch is outside, ball three. Yeah, and it looked like he learned from that pitch that he swung at at the 1-1 count. That was the same pitch that he, he swung at and got that one for ball three. McIntyre is on deck. Cooper's looking to add a run here in the bottom of the fourth. Big lead out there by Brock Hale. Finally, the second baseman comes in. You could tell White was not comfortable off there. The rubber, he was yeah. not comfortable. Brock had him thinking way too much. Brock was about halfway to third base with the lead. And that ball is popped up in the infield. Shortstop uh, Chad Stevens coming in now. He's called off by the first baseman tomorrow. Two men out. And that will bring McIntyre to the plate. Yeah, got a good fastball to hit right there. Deming did. Just got under it, skied it. Looked like it was heading to second base and came all the way in the infield with that wind. Yeah, you can see the wind definitely still blowing in. In from left field. Even though the uh, the flag, the big giant flag in center field, would you'd never believe it. 
Maybe it's because the Marriott Center out there is blocking it or something. I don't yeah, know. It's, maybe. It's strange. Normally you can pick up the wind direction here. The first pitch is over for a strike to McIntyre. Two men out, one man on. We are in the bottom of the fourth. Cougars and Pilots, game one of a three-game set. It's way inside, almost hit. It did hit McIntyre. Just glanced off, and the home plate umpire made the call. See if we can see. Looked like it just clipped his pants. Can see his, his pants ruffle a little bit. If you're watching on the W, Boy, it didn't get much of him. Didn't hurt, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know how, how where that got him. I'm not sure if it did, but uh, Kringlin steps in with runners at first and second. Keaton walked in the first, had an RBI single in the second, aided by a bad defensive play by the center fielder. And Kringlin pops this one back, and that ball will get out of play. Well, you want to answer that run that they scored there in the top half. You want to answer it with your, a run of your own in the bottom. Kringlin with an 0-1 count. And a quick move to second base, and the ball gets past the second baseman, but it just got enough of the glove on it that it didn't go into center field. Yeah, the timing was off there. The second baseman broke for a pickoff, and by the time he was at the bag, the ball should be there, but he had to wait for a few seconds, and then he spun, and then it was like, why are you even throwing it now? He's back to the bag. Fortunately, though, he's able to knock it down and knock it all the way to center. Ball and two strikes to Kringlin. Swing and a miss. Or, I mean, no balls in one strike. It's now 0-2 to Kringlin. A good healthy hack there by Keaton. I like seeing him swing the bat hard. Just be aggressive. Earlier in his career, he hit the ball so much to right field. He's become a little more of a pull hitter. And here's the 0-2. Kringlin fly ball, right field, right fielder coming on. It's in the wind and taking it over near the bullpen area and right fielder unable to make the play again normally without the wind that's an easy fly ball catch but it just kept riding the ball away from that uh, right fielder scoro and he could just never get there and the ball landed just about a foot from the bullpen it went a long way to get that too and like you said on a normal night it had been probably right on the line for an easy out well you get a second chance here Got to make him pay here. Need a big knock right here, Keith. 0-2, Morgan White. Now 75th pitch, and that pitch is down low for a ball. Really tough when you your starter at game one can only give you a third of an inning. Yeah, that's not what you want to do. You got two games left. Yeah. Uh, now you've you've uh, gone through. Morgan White, who's really an excellent pitcher, excellent ERA, but he's done for the series. Puts you kind of in behind the eight ball a little bit as a team. 
And here's the one two and uh, Kringlin checked his swing just foul tipped it. And he stays alive at the plate. But Kringlin just got a piece of that. On his check swing. And here's White's pitch. Kringlin laces one left fielder going back a few steps, and he makes the catch for the out, and the Cougars are retired in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. Two men left. We're through four complete. 7-1 Cougars over the Pilots on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Trace tomorrow will be the hitter for Portland. As we reach the fifth inning here in Provo, first pitch from Jordan Wood is outside ball one. Ball and no strikes tomorrow. Wide open stance the plate for the left-handed hitter, and he takes a fastball at 91 over the outside corner. Yeah, he's got a big power stance, doesn't he? You know, he's 6'3", 225 like you. It's just hard to believe a kid, a freshman, he's probably 18 years old. That ball's hammered pretty well, but right at Brock Hill. He's got to come in a couple of steps. That wind brings that ball back when you hit it that way. Yeah, hitting the ball to right isn't a good thing today. Didn't quite get it all, but boy, you can see what a really a beautiful swing by uh, tomorrow. One man out and Jace McKinney. He grounded out to the shortstop. Jackson Clough, his first time up. Cougars five in the first, two in the second. Portland got their one lone run in the top of the fourth inning. Cougars seven runs on six hits, and uh, Portland one run on five base hits. And the pitch is outside for a ball. Ball and a strike, one man out. Pitch to McKinney, swing and a miss. Good change up right there by Wood. You know, Wood early just seemed like he was kind of relying on that fastball. We didn't see a whole lot of off yeah. speed or. But uh, he's coming back with him a little bit more uh, second time around. Pitch is fouled back into the screen. Cougars uh, scheduled this year includes a three game set up at the University of Washington in Seattle. They'll play. University of California twice. They've played them once already. They'll play them up, up at Cal later in this season. Uh, have Utah on the schedule a couple of times. A uh, very good schedule for the team this year. Yeah, you know, we put that preseason, put that schedule together. We're thinking, man, it's going to be a really great schedule, especially the preseason with the teams that made regionals. But some of those teams have been struggling lately. 2-2 pitch just missed inside. They'll play Utah three times, twice in Salt Lake, once here in Provo. That's a little rotation every other year. One year we did play them four times. 
Here's a 3-2. All fouled out of play. And you know, if Utah's RPI was a little higher, I think that would be a, a yeah. good thing. This year they're having a decent year, though. Yeah. They're they're doing better. They're grinding. They went into Arizona and beat them one game last week. and about even, They're about 500 I think team. they are, yeah. But you're right about that. 3-2 pitch. Swinging strike three, two men down. You know, it just makes too much sense, 40 miles apart. The travel, keep the kids in school. But, uh, you know, as you and I were talking about UVU, I mean, that makes a lot of sense too. But, yeah. boy, that just hurts you so much in your RPI. Mm -hmm. And in baseball, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. Yes, it is. It's tough. The RPI game... The committee really it really matters to them and it's tough in the west to get that rpi and keep it high just because we kind of beat each other up first pitch from jordan woods over for a strike chad stevens is grounded out both times to clough at shortstop and here's the 0-1 that ball's fouled up and out of the ballpark Hello, two here. Oh, two here. Got to be have good pitch here. Nothing great. Good curveball, just off the plate. Jordan Wood looking to retire. The pilots in order. He retired them in order in the first, the third, and again trying to do it here in the fifth. Again, a good curveball, just off the plate. Two and two. Yeah, taking that. That's a tough pitch to take. Good job by Stevens. Here's the two-two pitch. Fastball. This one hit down to Deming. He's got it on a couple of hops. Bad throw, but uh, Brian Sue digs that ball off the turf, and they do get the pilots in order. 5-3 on the putout. We are through 4.5-7-1. Cougars over the Pilots on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. On the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Yeah. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. 7-1 Cougars leading Portland. And Noah Hill will lead it off for the Cougars. We've got a new pitcher, Brent Gillis, is his second appearance. He's a freshman infielder pitcher out of Everett, Washington. So he's brought on here with the Pilots down by six runs. And Noah Hill coming to the plate. Well, back-to-back -back innings with zeros. It's time to start scoring a little more runs. You can't just settle down. We've seen how... In college baseball, big leads can disappear quickly. Hill steps in, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. Hill, Jelilich, and Sue do up in the inning. Noah Hill, one for two, single in a run in the first, flew out to center field his last time up. 
And now the 2-0 pitch is down low for a ball. Gillis, uh, one win, no losses. He'd only thrown two innings, gave up one hit, had a pair of strikeouts and a walk in that uh, two-inning stint. And that pitch is high and tight. Boy, all the entire night, Portland uh, pitching just had a struggle finding that strike zone. As Gillis, the right-hander, will work from the stretch. Here's the pitch, 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike called at 87. A good pitch right there to get back in the count. Still got to be really selective if you are Noah here. Make him throw a good one. If not, take your base. 3-1 pitch, ground ball out to the shortstop. Stevens and he'll throw Hill out for out number one. Hill, pretty good pitch right there. It's usually a pitch that he hammers in the zone, and uh, Stevens with the easy play, and uh, Jelich will come up. Good start. Andy, the sophomore out of Laverne. Looking for something positive to happen here for Jelich. As Brent Gillis, third pitcher for Portland, now on the hill. And there's a line shot. That is a fair ball, and that is down in the corner. Jelilich around first base. He's now around second base. And Danny Jelilich, an easy triple. Now you called it, Brent. We're looking for something positive, right? Yeah, looking for something positive. And he turned that ball around in a hurry. Yeah, good job going the other way there, hitting that ball down the right field line by Danny. Let that speed work. Just short and simple. You knew as soon as the ball got inside the bag that it was probably going to be three bases, oh, the yeah. way Jelilich runs. Yeah, automatically. Just, he just runs too good. By the time the uh, right fielder picked the ball up, Jelilich was around second base. Now Brian Sue with an RBI opportunity, one man down. And Portland, interestingly enough, the infield back here by down six runs, still kind of middle part of the game. So they're willing to give up the the run for the out on a ground ball hit up the middle, and that is a base hit by Sue. So never mind as Brian picks up his first hit of the game, and he picks up his uh, tenth RBI. That's just perfectly well executed right there. Fastball away, line drive to right. Both hitters this inning, Jelich and Sue, just taking the outside fastball and hitting it where it's pitched. Good at bats. Eight to one now the score is uh, Jelilich scores and uh, Brian Call steps in. Call one for three, single in the first, flew out in the second, struck out looking in the third inning. Brian Sue, good speed at first base. Cougars 25 stolen bases this year in 27 attempts. That got caught. He got caught earlier today, but the replay showed he was safe, but doesn't change anything on that. Portland 26 steals this year, and they've been thrown out nine times. 
And here's Gillis's pitch to call. Curveball drops in for a strike. That's a good breaking ball right there. Hadn't seen that yet. Left fielder's playing way down the left field line. Huge gap in left center. Owen won the count. Call steps back in. Pitches off the plate. Brian Call, the freshman out of Mission Viejo. And another throw to first, and again, Brian Sue back in safely. Well, Portland starts their West Coast Conference action with uh, both first series on the road. Cougars both here, series here at home. The Cougars have one more at home before they venture out on the road. That's with uh, St. Mary's next week here in Provo. Turf here in this field, same as uh, Portland has, except for there's a heating element on this turf. 2-1 pitches over for call strike two. That's interesting, too. They use a different company, so their, their actual, where our infield dirt is, our, our turf's the same as our, and, and their turf is a different texture. And so it, was, it definitely is interesting playing there. It feels like it's a harder texture on their infield. 2-2 two, two pitch down low, ball three. Yeah, you'll see Brian Sue go here on full count, runs well, and Brian Call doesn't swing and miss too often. Cougars have the only heating element under a turf field in the country. As far as baseball goes, I'm not sure yep. about a, a practice field or a football situation, but it has definitely come in handy, especially yes, in some has. of these March games. So Michigan State has a grass field. But their infield is heated, um, and, and it's so grass, or it is, is that grass? Turf? Yeah, it's grass. We're the heated. only we're the only heated turf field in the country for baseball. Three balls, two strikes. Again, a throw to first, and again, Brian Sue back of, into the bag. A lot of pickoffs today. Call steps back in. There goes the runner, and Call hammers one to center field. Center fielder's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Ryan Call hit it hard right yes, at he uh, McKinney. He hammered that ball right to center field. Isn't it funny, as you'd mentioned, he came into fall baseball and just after his mission really, really struggled. Yeah, it took him a while. He, he, he was really behind the eight ball early in the fall and, and late in the fall. He just swing and miss a ton and was a little bit uh, defensive out there at second base, kind of afraid to field it. Just took him a while to kind of get it back. Brock Hale steps in with two men out. And you just never know how those missionaries are going to come back. I look at like Justin Sterner, you know, who's our game three starter, is having a great year for us. 
he just didn't get it back last year. He he tried as hard as he could, and it just it, he pitched a few innings for us, but the arm action just didn't quite recover quick enough. And then he went out and pitched in the summer and got innings in and was able to put together a good summer and get ready for this year. Pitches over for a strike. Then you look at Jackson Clough. He yeah. comes back, picks comes it back right up. Right away. And, and leading the team in just about every offensive category. Yeah. From the first practice in the fall, Clough was ready to go. Every kid's different. No balls, one strike. That pitch uh, outside. Kind of similar to Jordan Wood as well. He had a similar story where he came back and wasn't quite where he needed to be. And he had a couple of freak injuries in the, in the arm and back that he had to get fixed. But uh, everyone takes their, their own kind of timetable to get back. One ball, one strike. That's off the plate. And the count now two and one on Clough with uh, two men out here in the bottom of the fifth. The Cougars have pushed one across. The triple by Jelilich was uh, followed by a Sioux RBI single. Gillis, uh, another throw to first base. He's probably thrown over there 10 times since uh, Sue got on the bag. Gillis again set. Here's the 2 1 pitch. Brock Hale checked his swing, but went around. 71 mile an hour curveball or just completely fooled Brock. Yeah, he did. It's a good breaking pitch right there. Sharp, tight slider right there. Eight to one to score. Cougars leading. Ball hit well. Third baseman off of his glove. <coughs> Bounces it over to the shortstop. And Brock Hill crosses the bag at first base. Yeah, hit hard to third. Hit so hard that it ricochets right off the short, the third baseman's glove right to the shortstop who barehands it. Just not in time. Give that an E5. They're going to give the uh, third baseman an error there. E5. Runners at first and second base and give Clough a chance to pick up a, an at-bat here and possibly an RBI. Now look at that wind just howling out to left field now. Yeah, it looks like the wind's totally changed. Now blowing from right to left. Clough's hit by a pitch, had a double and knocked in a run, and he's flown to right. And the first pitch to Clough is uh, outside for ball one. Another action uh, this weekend in the conference. There are games scheduled that start tomorrow night. And I'll go over those after this uh, pitch to Jackson Clough. Ball hit up the middle. That is going to be through for a base hit. Runner's going to score easily from second base, and the Cougars have put two on the board here as Brian Sue scores from second. Yeah, that's just a really good at-bat by, by Clough. Fastball down and away, and hit it right back up the middle. 
didn't try to do too much with it and, and, and made him pay for that air. What you have to do is make their mistakes turn into positives for your end. Ball hit hard enough that, yeah. uh, boy, pitcher really had no opportunity to make the play. Another action uh, this weekend to Gonzaga is at Pepperdine. San Francisco is at San Diego and Pacific at uh, Loyola Marymount. A couple of non-conference series also going on in the conference. First pitch to Austin Deming is swung on and missed for strike one. Santa Clara is visiting uh, Cal State Northridge and St. Mary's is at uh, Cal Poly. Yeah, you see Deming completely fooled on the breaking pitch. A good tight slider. It's a good pitch. Pitch is down low, one and one. Nine one. Cougars nine runs on nine hits. Clough with a couple of RBIs in the ball game. McIntyre with three RBIs in the game. Sue with an RBI. Up and down the lineup, Cougars have been very good. Little looper, shortstop coming in, third baseman in front of him makes the play for the out. And Deming pops up to end the inning. Two runs, three hits, one error, two runners left. We're through five, nine one, Cougars over the pilots on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. First pitch from Jordan Wood. Matt Kelly is grounded out to Deming at third. Austin makes the play. So one pitch, one out here in the sixth for Portland. Yeah, good fastball in the inner half right there. And good play by Deming. Going to his left, making it nice and easy. I love first pitch outs, especially after he went and scored a couple of runs. One man out. And Daniel Lopez comes to the plate. Lopez has struck out and lined out in the ball game. And the first pitch is inside ball one. If I remember, as you'd mentioned about Lopez last year, really had quite a series he really for did. BYU. Had a couple home runs, if I remember. Or against BYU, I should say. The 1-0 pitch all the way back to the screen in the count now 2-0. It seems like every big hit they got, because those were close games we had. He was involved in it. We also had that crazy play in game three. Remember that runner's interference that they didn't call uh, at shortstop right. that, that cost us an out? Which eventually ended up, you know, you can argue cost him the game as uh, Lopez yeah, well. takes one off the shoulder. Hit by a pitch. Yeah, it was one of those. It was first and second down by two runs with, with no outs. And now all of a sudden it was... Um, because the ball was popped up by Schneeman, and they tried to throw him out a second, so now it was an out there, and then the runner's interference, double place, and all of a sudden you're, you would have possibly had a chance to have second and third or, or whatnot with down two runs. Just crazy play. Cody Hawkins steps in. He's grounded out and singled in the ball game. And the first pitch from Jordan Wood is a little looped into center field. Jelinich comes in. He's not able to make the play. He came hard. He was, had to be playing pretty deep with Hawken up there. And Clough went out. He couldn't get out there far enough. Well, and that's the... You got that wind up there. and That's a tough one where Clough 
let Jelich call him off. He had it. He called it at first, and then Jelich called him off, so Clough got out of the way, and, and Clough just pointed to Jordan and, and, and tapped his chest and said, my bad, I'll just go get that. You want to trust your outfielder, but if you're an outfielder, you can't call him off unless you know for sure you're going to get it. Runners at first and second base, one man down, and Hunter Montgomery. He doubled his last time up as he will step in. And the pitch, line drive foul down the third base line. Boy, one through nine, these pilots, they can swing the bat. Yeah, no, no lead safe with this team because they can leave the yard almost one through nine. Montgomery, four home runs on the year, 19 RBIs. Along with a 320 average. And here's the pitch. That's a little looper into right field. Brock Hale coming in. He's going to get there and make the catch. Runners will not be able to advance on the fly ball out to Hale. That's a big out right there because that's that's one of their guys right there. Clutch hitter. Had an RBI his last at bat. Good play by Brock. He'll bring uh, Blake Porter up. The ball was hit to Hale and it stayed up in the air. Boy, in tonight's game, you just never know for sure what that wind's yeah. going to do to the ball. You really don't. But that one stayed up enough for Hale to run under it and make the catch. And Porter will step in. He's one for two, a single and a strikeout. And he fouls the first pitch off. Yeah, and that last strikeout, his last at bat was a huge one because it was second and third, one out. Pitch was out of the zone also. Owen won the count. Two men down. And here is Woods' pitch. Strike two called on the inside corner. Cougars with 11 return missionaries on this team. They've got eight married players. Pretty good combination of uh, underclassmen and upperclassmen. 22 freshmen and sophomores, 12 juniors and seniors, and uh, just blows a fastball right past Porter for out number three. Portland, no runs, one hit. Again, he swings at a pitch up and out of the zone. No errors, two runners left on. We are through five and a half, nine, one Cougars over the pilots on your W.TV new skin. BYU Sports Network. McIntyre steps in, takes the first pitch down low ball one. Mitch really got things going for the Cougars in the first inning as he doubled in three runs to give the Cougars then a four to nothing lead. And they've just done nothing but build on that. Now leading nine to one as we play the bottom of the sixth. And he takes another pitch over for a strike. So McIntyre, Kringlin, and Hill do up here in the sixth. Cougars have played airless baseball. And the 1-1 is over for call strike two. And after that, uh, that game Tuesday, um, I, you know, Coach Littlewood said, hey, just told him to forget it. Get, let's get it behind us. Uh, we're not going to play that way again. You know, defensively just didn't uh, have the focus 
in really any aspect of the game after those first three or four innings. Yeah, it was just a crazy game. It really was, Brent. I'll, I'll, after this pitch, I'll talk more about it. One, two pitch fouled off. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as the coaching staff, we, did, we talked the next morning, like, what was that? Uh, we counted them up between the hit-by-pitch, the walks, and the errors. UVU got 18 free bags. And to, to be able to win that game when you give up 18 free bags in, in 10 innings, that's uh, pretty impressive to be able to pull that off. So one of those ones you just forget about and you move on. One-two pitch, strike three called. McIntyre takes a curveball. About belt high, four out number one. A good breaking ball right there. And that'll bring Kringlin to the plate. Keaton one for two today. Hitting 266 as he steps in. Game two tomorrow night, 6 o'clock here in Provo. And then game three will be at 1 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. And the pitch to Kringlin is over for a call strike one. I really like those Saturday afternoon games, Brent, this time of year because that's the best time of day for weather. Feels good during the day. As soon as that sun goes down, it it's about 35 degrees out with a wind chill. It's not fun. 0-1 the count. And Kringlin hits this ball hard. Third baseman has got it. And will throw Keaton out for the out. So Lopez makes the play. Two men down. See here on the replay on the WTV, Lopez kind of on a little bit of a short hop, made a good play and a good strong throw to first base for out number two. A good fastball that ran in on the hands of Keaton there. Kringland really digging down the line, and that will bring Noah Hill to the plate. Noah singled in a run in the first. Since then, he's flown out and grounded out, so one for three on the day for Hill. And the first pitch is uh, down low, ball one. Hill, as he steps in here in the sixth inning, is hitting 379 on the year. Yeah, he's had a really good year this year. His first real chance to be an everyday guy and really earning that spot. Pitch to Hill is outside, ball two. I mean, I mean, even Noah, who has been a really good catcher, defensive catcher, had a couple of blunders in that game that you just don't see. You know, you know? and Coach Littlewood, it was like he was on the bench and he didn't yeah. think he was getting in and he just had kind of clocked out. Yeah. And then it didn't help that Drew just kept throwing balls in the dirt, yeah. the spike, and didn't matter if it was a fastball or a curveball. Everything was hitting about a foot in front of the plate. That's what this game will do to you, though. If, if you're not ready and you're not having one of those days, it seems to just find you every single time. Two balls and a strike to Hill. And the pitch, there's a slow roller out toward the second baseman. Kelly's got it, and he'll throw Hill out. And the Cougars retired in order here in the sixth. We are through six complete, 9-1. Cougars over the Pilots on your WTV new skin, BYU Sports Network.